Hello, everyone, from Jill Geisler of the Pointer Institute. I head our leadership and management programs. Now, if you subscribe to these podcasts, I probably owe you a little bit of an apology. I haven't filed a new one in a couple of weeks, but I think I have a good reason. I'm on deadline right now, finishing up writing the book, What Great Bosses Know. It's going to be published in June of 2012. So that's why I've been away, but I thought I should come back to you with another podcast just to stay in touch, because I was teaching recently, and the group of managers I was teaching was interested in the subject of conflict resolution, and I got to talking with them about a better definition of conflict. Now, oftentimes when I ask people for a definition of it, they'll use terms like, well, conflict is a power struggle or a personality clash, or a war of wills, or a turf battle. Notice all of those violent metaphors in there, right? Well, when I took my graduate study in conflict resolution, we used a textbook that I thought was terrific. It's called Interpersonal Conflict, and by professors named William Wilmot and Joyce Hawker. Now, I like to say that I read books so you don't have to, but I sure want to give them credit for a definition that I find extraordinarily useful. They say that we should think of conflict in a different way. Conflict is defined as a perception by one or more people that one or the other is interfering with each other's goals. Uh, Let me say that more simply. I perceive that you are interfering with my goals. Now, that's interesting. Because you recognize that, first of all, the word perception is in there. I perceive, I may be right, I may be wrong, that you are interfering, you're getting in the way with some goal that's meaningful to me. Now, in the book, they go on to talk about the kind of goals that exist, and they break them down into four types. Content, relationship, identity, and process. I'll go through each one. Content goals are things and stuff. You know, who gets the desk near the window? Or who gets to pick what movie we're going to go see tonight? Relationship goals are, who am I to you? Are you one up from me or one down? Who's in charge? Who's more important? How do we relate to each other? And then there's identity goals. Those are the goals like, I want self-esteem and I don't want to be ashamed and I want to be respected and I don't want to feel as though you're looking down on me. And then the other goal is process. You often hear process goals expressed like this. Well, who made that decision? And and how did we come to that decision? And I'd like a voice in that. Now, what the book says, and what I really like, is that in the workplace, we almost always express our goals as either content or process. You know, I want to know why I didn't get that assignment, or I want to know who chose this particular design for the logo content or process, stuff or how we did it. But if you scratch the surface, it's almost always about relationship and identity. People wanting to know that they're respected or not disrespected, wanting to know that they haven't lost face in the organization. I have found that when you look at conflict through the lens of a perception that you're interfering with my goals, it forces you to look at your goals and what the other person's goals might be. Now, a piece of advice to you, go into that by assuming that people might have the best intentions and the best goals, not the worst. Leave an open mind and the possibility that you could be wrong if you're thinking the worst. Build those relationships and look at conflict through a new lens.
Once again, the book I was referencing is called Interpersonal Conflict by Professors Wilmot and Hocker. And now I have to go back to writing my book, which I hope you will read when it comes out in 2012. I'm Jill Geisler of the Pointer Institute.